Welcome to the What's Your Weird Story podcast. Everyone has at least one good story. And some of us have stories that are just to the left of normal. We're interested in the ones that push the boundaries of what we can perceive. Stories that defy explanations. Stories with an air of mystery. Stories we might not share. For fear of being thought of differently. But don't worry. We're all friends here. So, what's What's your weird story? story? Hello, Weirdsville. It's uh, your resident Bigfoot expert and voice of the listener, Jeff Hubbard, here today on the What's Your Weird Story podcast. As always, I have your co-host here, Adam Beebe. Hello. And Barry Johnston. Yes, yes, yes. (laughs) Welcome, fellas. Thank you very much, Mr. Hubbard, and uh, welcome to you, sir. It's always a pleasure to have you on the show. Amazing. Amazing. Hey, guys. Thank you very much. It's it's good to be back. Uh, It's kind of been a prolonged absence here, but... uh, it feels good to be back and uh, conversing with you guys again. Yeah, yep. always, always, yeah, always good to talk to you, Hub. Yep, we know that you are always you're busy, uh, either you know uh, writing laws for the great state of Oklahoma or chasing down um, the your next uh, uh, book for your Bigfoot erotica collection. So. <laughs> Can't get enough of those, man. Hey, where? Speaking of Bigfoot, where are we at on the? Uh, did that law ever pass? I, I don't know that we. Did we ever check on that, Adam? Do you know? I, you know, I don't. The last I heard, well, no, I don't, I don't know, know what happened. I know it, it was going to pass? go ahead and go on to into legislation. You know, get voted on. Right. Yeah. No, the, it didn't end up passing, uh, but it never went to a vote. Oh, okay. Uh, you know, I I think what they decided to do with that was, uh, I think they were going to end up, you know, just kind of working on it, uh, kind of with uh, in conjunction with tourism, mm-hmm. and just kind ah. of. You know, not put anything in statute, but just kind of get it out there. And I think, you know, it got plenty of uh, press, you know, yeah. which is, I think, what they wanted anyway. And so, mm-hmm. yeah. so it, it, it worked it, out pretty good. It was a great move. I mean, it oh, was a great move. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Brilliant. Brilliant. Yeah. Yeah. Because, I mean, that was international. People all oh, over yeah, the world were sure. talking about that on the news. So, right. Yeah. 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 It's great. It's, yeah. So, yeah, man. So what else is going on? Anything new? Anything else new in your world, Hub? Oh, man. Uh, not a whole lot here recently. I've, I've been pretty busy since, uh, you know, with work after Thanksgiving. And uh, I've just been kind of enjoying the the winter weather we've had and uh, yeah, just doing things around the house. You know, we're still not really you know, going anywhere, but I, I hope that, uh, you know, it's kind of seems like everything's starting to let up and, and, uh, maybe this summer we can kind of come out of our shells again and, and get back to life. I, that's what I'm hoping anyway. 
Yeah, for sure, man. For sure. Speaking of the weather, we've got another another storm system maybe blowing in here, and it's like it's really nice right now. It's like seventy or something. Right. It's like super nice, but but we got another yet another system coming through. That's we're going to get down into the single digits here um, at Jeez. night. Here, so, yeah. oh, it's going to suck. It's supposed to be cold, and I think what they're saying it sounds like it's going to be an, an ice storm and maybe kind of a significant ice storm. Mm. I, I hope not. I mean, that's my least favorite. Me too. Weather. Me too. I think, you know, sleet would be my second least favorite, and then snow yeah. would be my favorite. Of course. Yeah, snow's yeah, my man. favorite, too. I love snow, yeah. man. Yeah. So I don't know. I think we all kind of like winter. My wife yep. hates the winter, but I like it. I think we had our growing up, our winters were. Um, you know, they were pretty good. We didn't get snow a lot back then, it seems, but we got enough, you know, to kind of like... See, and I think we got more snow. Uh, Maybe I'm in the minority. Yeah, I don't know why I think that, but like, I remember being able to build like little forts into like snow drifts and stuff. Well, that's what, um, that's what I'm, what I'm thinking is that, you know, we didn't get snow a lot like say they did in you know wisconsin but we would get like big snow and we would get massive snow drifts and uh, like because the wind would always come and whip up and make a good snow drift and yeah, yeah those those would we, we would have but it, to me it always was more that it iced more than it snowed hmm. like it was too cold to snow and ice because i remember um yeah walking to school with it being so with ice on the ground and with it being so cold and yeah. my, my hair would be wet and uh i would go to sc- arrive at school which is only probably like four or five blocks away it wasn't that far um but my hair would be uh would be frozen yeah. um of course i made sure that i sprayed my hair first before I left the house of course. because I wanted it to be frozen when I got yeah. <laughs> you guys know I was a weird kid uh, <laughs> oh yeah that's great well, cool, man. Well, yeah, great to have the gang back together. We wanted to do something, uh, have Hub on, come read some yeah. stuff. and uh, Man, I'm glad. Yeah, and it looks like we've got a few write-ins today. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, uh, uh, you know, I'm very anxious to uh, get after these and have some fun with you guys. Let's do it. You know, when Jeff stops by, it's always, it's definitely, well, it's always fun for sure. Um, but, you know, most of the time it's going to be write-ins um, or it's going to be Bigfoot related. So uh, that's what we love uh, amongst other things about having Jeff visit. So um, if you would, kind sir, Mr. Hubbard, what are your weird stories? Okay, guys. Well, uh, we, we might as well kick this off. We, we've got, looks like we've got three uh, write-ins today, and I figured maybe we'd just start with the biggest one. Cool. The longest one. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jeff always likes to start with the biggest and longest one. That's exactly right. Go for the meat. <laughs> <laughs> Go for the meat. <laughs> yes, exactly. Well, okay, I'm gonna get. I'm gonna kick this off. Uh, it looks like we've got a write-in from Crash Adams, mm-hmm. and it looks like this is a uh, an email. 
that he composed. So I'm just going to, I'm going to jump right into this. This is Crash and Crash Adams' words from his email. Cool. I always wanted to experience sleep paralysis. I was in a bad relationship and I was sleeping on the couch at the time. I woke up one night and could not move. I knew someone was standing by my head just out of sight. I struggled so hard to move, but I felt so heavy. Everything was too hard. I woke the next morning and thought about it all. I never felt in danger. I was not hurt. And I really wanted to know more. So I told myself the next time it happens that I'd chill out and see what, what and see what happens. So the very next night, it happened again. I woke up unable to move with the feeling of someone in the room with me, but I could not see them as they were out of my sight. A few minutes of panic went by, and I started telling myself to calm down. After a few minutes, I had calmed down, and I realized it was my late father. We didn't get along very good. I couldn't see him in the normal sense, but I could just about move my right arm, and I reached out to hold his hand. It was like someone threw a bucket of ice water over me. The air was sucked out of my lungs, and I had to let go. I was crying so hard by this time. I tried to hold his hand once more, but it was the same thing. Air sucked out of me, and I had to let go. He told me what he came to say. I was crying so hard, and the next thing I knew, it was morning time. I believe he gave me my wish, maybe to say sorry for the hell he put me through in my younger days. He has never came back again, and I do not expect him to. Sleep paralysis was something that always intrigued me, as all of the, par- as all of the paranormal. But I really wanted sleep paralysis, as I never believed the devil sitting on your chest. But... I know why people think that way now. So wow. that's the end of that story. And then he's got another one after. So I figured wow. we could pause yeah. first, for a second. First of all, that's really well written. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. Nice. It nice is. story, man. And we've had a couple of uh, sleep paralysis uh, stories on and uh, people talking about that. And it's always an interesting subject. Yeah. It's, it's a freaky thing. You know, I mean, I don't think I've ever had it. I don't recall it if I have, but just that feeling of not being able to, you know, not being able to move and yeah. then all the, cause all the different things that are associated with it, you know, because obviously for the longest time, you know, people would see like, you know, demons or a devil or something around them or sitting on their chest. Um, yeah. As in that the famous nightmare yeah. uh, painting, or yeah. you know, a lot of people associate it also with uh, UFO abduction, um, and it's yeah. just you know, it's it's just it's it's a weird, it's a weird actually occurring thing. You know, it's I, it I, yeah. really happens, and it's just yeah. the most strange thing. I think I think I've had it happen, but not not to that level. But like where my subconscious wakes up before my body. I don't know. Mm-hmm. And, and it'll be like, 
you know, I'm like telling myself I've got to wake up, but like I can't wake up. I don't know. It's weird. I have had that happen once or twice where it's, and you kind of panic a little bit, but, mm-hmm. um, um, yeah, I don't know. Like if I were that way for an exp- extended period of time, that would be very concerning to me, you know, yeah. to where you're fully yeah. awake sort of kind of, and you can't freaking move. Ugh. That's kind of more like, it's like a horror movie. Yeah. Right. It is. It's so weird. And, and it, it's, it's kind of, uh, it's cool that, uh, he was like, you know, if this happens again, I'm just going to try to kind of try to sit back and enjoy it, you know, not yeah. panic and just kind of, kind of roll with it. Just kind of yeah. see what happens. Yeah. But I, you know, it kind of sounds like that might almost be impossible to do because it's so, uh, intense you know yeah man yeah have you ever gotten into uh like trying to control your dreams or anything hub i I haven't man uh i i don't even know how i would go about doing it really to tell you the truth i mean uh it would be really cool but no i never i never have tried of you no but uh what what does it call adam when you do that lucid books on it lucid dreaming yeah 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 lucid dreaming um yeah, I don't know. I mean, I don't know. I, 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 I think I've tried, but like have not been very successful. You know, I, I like, I went through a period of time where I'm like, okay, I'm going to try to, I'm going to try to remember that it's a dream, but that's the thing with dreams. <laughs> the dreams are so, they can be so real that you're just like, you know, it is real. Um, you know, realizing it's a dream in the middle of it can be tricky for sure. Right. But, um, I the only thing the only times that I've been able to do any kind of lucid dreaming, um, it usually ends up with me waking up immediately once I come uh, once I'm yeah. aware that's yeah, a dream. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, yeah, yeah, true, true. Uh, you know, but because I, of oh. that, I'm able to. Re- I don't. Most if I'm having a really really bad dream like a nightmare like a legit full on nightmare, um, I'm usually able to be like to kind of eject out, you know. Like I, yeah. I'm usually able to like this is a dream I want and, and get myself out, you know. And so it doesn't sustain. But that's that's about yeah. the closest that I've ever had. Of any well, that's pretty good. I mean, that's years of experience there for sure. You know. Mm-hmm knowing that you're in a dream and you need to get out cause it's not yeah. good. I, I yeah. yeah, that's, that's, that's cool. Yeah. I, you know, when I have a kind of a bad dream or not really even a bad dream, but maybe something weird is happening or whatever. Uh, I, I feel like I spend some kind of time. I kind of call it like, purgatory i guess it's kind of it's kind of where i'm semi-conscious but still kind of asleep so i'm still like really kind of worried about what happened in the dream you know i'm kind of anxious about it or whatever yeah 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 you know it's weird because sometimes it feels like i'll spend quite a bit of time in that state you know worried about it but really i don't know you know it could be 30 seconds or it could be an hour. I don't know how long, you know, it, it, but I mean, it seems like it, it could be a long time sometimes, but I don't know. 
It, yeah, time weird. time be, time becomes like kind of irrelevant in that in a dream state. It, it's so hard right. to tell what time is, you know, like in that. That is so true. You know that. I, yeah, dreams are so cool, man. So weird. Mm-hmm. And this one that he, you know, particularly for him, because his you know his late father had come to him in the dream and kind of. Um, you know, Try to make amends or yeah, kind of resolve things between the yeah. two of them. And I believe in that, man. You know, yeah, like I, 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 I get that. Even if it's not, you know, real, it's real to him. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and that's what that's what forgiveness is. Really, it's forgiving yourself. You know what yeah. I mean? And like, yeah. make making making amends with that. You know, mm-hmm. um, it's cool. Yeah, that is cool. Cause I mean, I've, I've, uh, you know, obviously my relationship with my dad was different than hit than crash, but, um, my dad has, you know, he makes every once in a while, he'll make an appearance in my dream. And it's usually that, you know, it's one of those, it's also one of those things that he's alive in the dream. And then sometimes I'll remember that he's not, mm, you know, yeah. And that's a really weird, that's a really weird conclusion to come to inside the dream. Right. Um, and it doesn't yeah, really, it, you know, it doesn't change anything. I'm not sad about it. I just make, I just come up with, I just have the realization that it's not that, you know, and mm. um, so I don't know if that's necessarily uh you know, I don't know if that's necessarily a type of lucid dreaming or if it's just my brain is kind of like shifting into, you know, out of dreaming into real. And, you know, it's like being more yeah. cognitive, mm-hmm. uh, more, you know, so I don't know. I don't know. I never really yeah. thought about it. And we still know so very little about what dreaming is, yeah. why we do it, and if there is any meaning. Uh, right. Yeah, I don't know. It's uh, that's weird. It's just weird stuff. But it's yep. uh, definitely um, it's one of the parts about the human experience that is, is uh, it's one of the most interesting, mm-hmm. for sure, for sure. Yeah, so you know, knowing that there's a reality. Number one, you wake up in the morning and you're just accepting that what you're seeing and what you're doing is real reality. You know. Yeah. But yeah. then dreaming is this other realm of like you're just allowing your mind to believe that everything is real. You know, it's, it's, uh, mm-hmm. it's two just really interesting opposite states, man, you know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but, um, really cool, man. Thank you so much again for writing in and, uh, sharing that. And I know he's got another one, right? Yeah. Yeah, he does. He does. You guys ready to jump into that? Yeah. Okay. Here we go again. This is, uh, this is crash Adams story. Number two. A few years before the event that I just mentioned, I had my real first taste of the paranormal. I was at home on a Saturday morning. She had headed off to work so I could fall into a nice deep sleep without the fear of her doing something evil. I guess he's talking about his girlfriend, maybe, that he was in that bad relationship with. Mm. It was 10.30 a.m., A lovely sunny morning, and I was in a deep sleep. I was woken with this feeling of someone staring at me. 
As I woke from the deep sleep, I looked around the room, but nobody was there. I thought maybe it was her. I thought maybe it was her son. So I looked again, but still nobody in the room. I laid back down, but that feeling was so great, I had to have another look. Nobody there. Her son was at his father's, so once again, I laid back down. I was lying on the right-hand side of the bed looking out. I just wanted some quality sleep. I then felt someone sit down on the bed on the other side. My mind was going crazy. I knew I could feel someone sit on the bed, but nobody was there. I then felt that person lay down. My eyes were like dinner plates at this point. Half of me was saying, this is happening, dude. The other half was saying, this could not be happening. I then felt that person shimmy across the bed towards me. I was fighting fear, confusion, and simple facts that this cannot be. But it was, and here I was. I felt force on my back. I could feel something touching me, and I laid there for what seemed like a lifetime, and the fear overtook everything. I jumped out of bed squealing like a school kid, and just like that, the feeling went away. I pleaded with whoever it was to come back, but they didn't. This felt like hours, but when I got back into bed, it was 10.33 a.m., He had laid down at 10.30 a.m. in the beginning. LOL. (laughs) I I got friendly with a medium years later and told and told her the story. She told me it was my grandmother. And then he has in parentheses guardian angel who had come to see me and to tell me everything would be okay. My grandmother still visits me. And a hug from her is very different to a hug from a human. It's hard to explain, but it is more emotional, uh, deeper feeling or out of this world. But that sounds silly. LOL. I love the paranormal. It is the living that scares the crap out of me. (laughs) (laughs) I do not believe in evil spirits. I believe we become pure energy. Once we pass, good energy. Evil is a human thingy. But saying that, I still have to face my grandmother once I pass, and I know how hard of a time I gave her as my guardian angel. She was only five foot tall, but you moved out of her way when she was coming. But she was a lovely lady who had a massive heart. Sleep well. And that's it. Yeah. So, yeah, that's yeah, that's um, crazy. Yeah. Ghost, I I guess kind of like a ghost grandma spoon. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. um, Or something, you know, I mean, you know, that's what he's thinking. I guess maybe it wasn't quite a spoon, but, you know, um, that would be that would be really weird, you know, and I mean, because like I felt like, you know, I'll be sitting on a bed or you're lying in bed and I feel something like a p- 
pressure on the bed, yeah. you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I always like think, well, that's one of my cats, you know, and, and I'll look and then of course, you know, it's not or something, you know, yeah. and yeah. they're like, Oh, that's weird. And I try not to dwell on it, you know, cause that's only happened a few times. Yeah, the one time that it really, that was really strange to me was I was in a hotel room, uh, in Tulsa, uh, a few years ago. And, um, I felt like what would be the weight of a cat jump onto the bed. And, you know, like it was obviously I didn't have my cats with me and there were no cats in the hotel. So, wow, right. Wow. Very strange. I don't know what that is. Um, I wonder if it has any connection to um, when you have your phone in your pocket and then, you know, you feel like it, it's buzzing because you got like a, uh, a text or something. Yeah. Do you remember that? <laughs> Like that sensation was yeah. like a fairly and common sensation. Like you'd be, and even if you didn't have your phone in your pocket, yeah. you would sometimes feel like you're. I don't know. Maybe that's just me, and I have some no, weird, no, no image going. <laughs> no, that's the thing about it, though, is is that you don't. You'll never really know, you know. And it, it right. could be anything. Could be, and especially in a hotel, dude. That could be, that could be anything. Oh yeah, I yeah. Mean, right. That could have been somebody's head hitting after him and off. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) It could be. It could. It could really be anything. Yeah, crazy man. Yeah, I don't know. It's weird. I mean, guardian the guardian angel thing is weird too, right? I mean, because mm -hmm. it's like not very many people. I mean, people feel their guardian angels and whatever you want to call them, past relatives or you know whatever people looking out for you or um um. You know, but it's not, you know, not, not everyone has that and not everyone has that powerful of a story that he, he was just uh, talking about. It's not a, it's not a cut and dry thing. I've had sort of something similar happen when my grandmother died. We talked about it before, but like she visited me the night that she, she died. I knew she died mm-hmm. and I could feel her. I actually was working at the time and it stopped me in my tracks, you know, and, um, I couldn't process it really, but I knew something was going on, you know, and then I go home for the night and have a conversation with her that lasted about 30 minutes. I don't know what that was, but it was something, you know, it was, Mm -hmm. I felt like it was a guardian angel moment or something. I was communicating with something, something. Yeah. Um, and that could have been in my own mind uh, too, you know, I don't know, but I know it was real. Yeah. Felt real. I mean, it felt really palpable, um, and it was heavy, but it was, uh, it was healing, man. It was, uh, you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. That's to me, it that needed definitely to. was part of your yeah process and part of your, um, recognition and, and release. Yeah. You know? It needed to happen because, mm-hmm. you know, it's weird in life. You know, you grow up being a part of a family and a lot of things go unsaid. Mm -hmm. Um, even, even though, you know how people feel. And she was, she was one of those people that she was the grandma that made sure we knew she loved us. Do you know what I mean? Yes. It was, it was just constant love, man. You know? Um, and so in your life, if you have, you're lucky enough to have somebody like that, when they leave, it leaves a, a big hole, man. You know, it, it, that's a lot of who right. you are, you know? 
It's so true, man. It, it's crazy about grandparents, man. They are, they are so special, man. They, yeah. uh, yeah. I don't know. I yep. look when I think about, you know, my, all my grandparents have passed, but, uh, gosh, I, I don't have anything but great memories and, and, yeah. uh, you know, and they just, they give so much, mm-hmm. you know, they're, uh, grandparents are like the definition of the, the giving tree. Yes. You know, yeah. it's yeah. just like they give you every damn thing just to make you happy. You know, I, mean, yeah. I don't know. Grandparents yeah, man. are awesome. Yeah, yep. they yep. are. Well, it's, you know? it's, it's, uh, their opportunity to, when you parent, dude, and, and yeah, I know you know this because you're right in the middle of it. You're right. you're constantly sort of searching for north. Mm-hmm. You, you know what I mean? It, and it could be right. a, re, it's a very daunting sort of thing that you're trying to accomplish. But like a grandparent is, you know, they've gone through that. They know what that is. And like to have the support of of someone who's older and who has done this and knows where you're at and can come in and just sort of supply this like endless love <laughs> you know what i mean yeah. with without the without any repercussions it's very important for a kid man you know yeah, cuz pa- your, your job as a parent is you got to clamp down sometimes man you can't be the cool guy all the time and it yeah. sucks yeah but that's that your job so true. You know, so what happens at grandma stays at grandma. That's right. <laughs> Endless supply of cookies, man. Right. You know, <laughs> right? Sugar, sugar, yeah. sugar. My grandmother, so uh, what the way that she showed her love was she cooked for us, dude. I mean, we were right. eating from the time we walked in the door till the time we left. It was oh, yeah. food, 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 food. I blame her for my weight problems, you know, because it's like. <laughs> Yeah. the way it, you know, way it was. Obviously yeah. my, my grandma, uh, Lodima Bibi, uh, she, uh, she did the same thing. She was very much about, she was, you know, she was a farmer's wife, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, uh, so that was one. her first main concern was to make sure you had enough food Yeah, and that, you know, and then, and that you were going to church on Sunday and that yeah. was about it. Really, yeah, man. You know? yeah. And everything else was just, yep. you know, she loved you. She just radiated love. Yeah. You know, grandpa well, they were, was pretty much the same way. So that generation was depression babies. Yeah. You know what I mean? They, oh, yeah, they, yeah, they, yeah. they grew up in that time. Man was like, yeah. I remember my grandfather told me once that like he was given one pair of jeans every year, and so in the winter in the winter time they'd be your jeans, but then in the summertime you cut them off your pants, and that's it, mm-hmm. or you know your shorts, and that's yep. it. It was like holy shit, man. Yeah. yeah, you know. Of course, you know things were built made to last back then, so you could probably do that a lot. That's easier. true. Yeah. yeah, you know. Yeah, it was true. Yeah, they live com- they live completely different lives than than we have, you know, and, uh, but man, yeah, I feel kind of, you know, I, I love my grandparents. I loved them. Uh, but I do kind of feel like I, I took them for granted a little bit while oh, I was sure. here, you know, yeah. and what I wouldn't fucking give to just go back one day to go to grandma's and walk in and she's baking bread yeah, and she pulls it out of the oven and cuts it while it's hot and puts yep. butter on it for me and I yep. God I loved it. Yeah. It was so yeah. cool. So yeah. cool. But uh although was not grandpa uh 
Schwartz and him can and they come poop. <laughs> well, there was that time. <laughs> yeah, That's Tim a, and I. It's were, one of my favorite you know, My sister and I were bathing together. Yeah. This was not. This this was, we were prepubescent. You were only a year <laughs> apart, so it makes yeah. sense. Right, right. Yeah, we were young and economic. And we, you know, time. Yeah, there was a. We were having a bathtub party and. This bathtub kind of had like a, you know, so you could lay back in it, relax, yeah. you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, we were using, we shouldn't have been doing it because I'm sure we were splashing water everywhere. But we were sliding down the back of the, <laughs> using it as a water slide and splashing into the tub. And we were just chanting, Grandpa Swartz is an income poop. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know why. I have no idea why. <laughs> she's like, that's enough of that shit. <laughs> she got us washed and got us out of there. Income poop, man. <laughs> yeah, that's, what a word. That's a you great thing to poop. chant, man. Yeah, and they were they were they didn't know what it meant. They were yelling, they were chanting it at their mom, who's right. calling her dad a income poop. That's great. That's so ridiculous. Oh, oh that's so, great. <laughs> I just, I just uh, but, love that story. I just, it's, it's a good one. It's so that's good. But I like here at the end uh, where he says that uh, where Crash says he, you know, he doesn't believe in evil spirit, evil spirits. Uh, he believes that, uh, you know, evil is a human thing, he says. Yeah. And uh, that, you know, really evil only exists here on Earth and, and we're only evil to each other and. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I like that. I, 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 I hope yeah. that's true. I, I think, I think, I think so, because it's like human beings can embody that. Unfortunately, it's, it's like the only animal on this planet that can exude hate. You know, it's like the animal kingdom. It just is, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. it, it, you know, animals, they fight to survive and, and things are very cut and dry. You know what I mean? You yeah. either ki you kill something to live or you die. Yep. That's it. And, um, yep. we, yeah, unfortunately, <laughs> cause we're living in such crazy times, you know, it's like, unfortunately human beings are capable of a lot of, uh, fucked up shit. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I would argue, though, Barry, that it's not just these modern contemporary times. I think just as man has yeah. grown and as man has had um, humankind, I should say. Yeah. As humankind has been together and come into groups, there's always dissent. There's always something in human nature where, you know, people will behave outside of the norm and they will do things uh, out of, you know, yeah. jealousy and pettiness yeah. and these things that, you know, these un unfortunate, ugly parts of are the human experience and the human, but it is the human that's experience. The, You're and right. That's exactly it, it. So it's human, man. We, you know, yeah. we're, and that's the, it's like the great thing about art and, you know, connection with people. It's the, you know, what do we do with our time? Are, are we going to spend it on being negative or are we, we going to freaking form, you know, good relationships with people and live virtuous lives to some, yep. to some extent? 
extent. I mean, you know, not everybody can be Mother Teresa, but we can be good to one another, you yeah. know? Well, you know, even Mother Teresa wasn't all that 100% good if you dig yeah. deeper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Well, for sure. And like Martin Luther King Jr., you know what I mean? Everybody, like, he had problems. and All and, of our, yeah, all of the heroes have problems. Just, you know, it's, there's nobody that's really, truly 100% altruistic. But you got to do your best is the thing. Yes. You know? Yes, I believe so. So we're looking for a little help from our friends. We need you, our loyal listeners, to help us spread the word about the What's Your Weird Story podcast. Just go to your current podcast provider, iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, SoundCloud, Podbean, YouTube. We're just about everywhere. Hit the subscribe button, download the podcast, give us a thumbs up, hit the like button, give us the highest rating you can, and give us a review. The What's Your Weird Story podcast is a community effort. Without our friends and listeners, it wouldn't be possible to do what we do. So please help us out by spreading the word. That's right, cool, fellas, man. Humans, let's move on to the next one. What do you say? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, uh, looks like I want to move on to, uh, we'll, we'll hear from Vicki Simpson. It looks like this is, uh, uh, looks like she sent in a Facebook message. Did you say, what was the name again? Vicki Simpson. With a D or a V? Uh, with a V. Vicky. Okay. I keep hearing you say Dickie. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. Barry, do you hey, what the, mind, what the mind wants, the uh, mind gets, my friend. I'm just used to, I, guess I'm just, I guess I'm just used to Dick coming out of Jeff's mouth. I don't know. <laughs> we should probably edit that part so out. True. That's not the... Very friendly. Uh, it's very friendly. It's overly friendly. <laughs> Not very PC. Oh, but, uh... <laughs> That's a good one, though. It's a good one. <laughs> oh, no, Vicky, as in Victor. Okay, cool. Okay, here we go. This is this is in Vicky's words. In 1990, my husband and I lived in San Diego. There was a weird homeless guy hanging around the apartments we lived in. He bummed cigarettes off my husband. If you looked into his eyes, there was nothing there. No emotions whatsoever. He creeped me out. Everyone else thought he was harmless, but I knew better. One night, we had a bad storm. The next night, my husband was watching the news, and he hollered for me to come in there. That guy had been arrested for cutting the throat of a woman who lived across the street. Oh. When the, when the police investigated, he had killed three other women. So, yeah, I met a serial killer and wanted to tell about it. Wow. Oh, wow, yeah. man. Holy shit, man. Crazy. You know— Oh, yeah, those are hard. Those are serial killer stories are are few and far between as far as our connection Christ, with them. Yeah. You know what I mean? Wow, man, that is that's amazing. And the fact that she saw there was something off about the guy. Yeah, that's crazy, crazy. Wow, it's man. It's weird how it's weird how you can kind of you can read people and you can. You know, going back to what we were yeah. talking before, evil in humanity. It's how you can see that some people, you know, 
she looked into his eyes and she saw it being, you know, void of anything. So, you know, there's something when you, if you look into somebody's eyes and you don't see the spark of humanity, then you definitely need to be yeah, very concerned. And, yeah. you know, she did. She she was smart. You know, she stayed away. And um, you got to listen to the inner voice, man. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And that what's it's crazy there. Here's something I don't know if I ever told you guys, but, um, you know, my wife is from Milwaukee and um, I met her and I I ended up uh, moving there and living there for five years. But um, she remembers seeing him uh, because she would she worked downtown and she would see him once in a while. Like when he was caught, she was like, holy shit. Like, I've seen that guy, you know, about. Dahmer. Yeah. Jeffrey Dahmer. Yeah. Um, uh, so, and he, uh, remember the guy that he took the, uh, hunk of, uh, skull out and was trying to pour acid in Uh huh. that hotel where he did that. It was right across the street from a, pra- a place called the rave. Did you, uh, you ever, you ever hear that place? Did you ever go there? The rave? It's a music venue. It's like mm-hmm. one of the, one of the bigger sort of mid size to, you know, larger ish clubs in town, but it was right across the street, man, where that happened. Wow. And the first time I was ever there is before I, m- I met my wife, Milwaukee creeped me out because like every time I'd be there, it'd be raining. And then we'd be at the rave playing and it's like right across the street there from that hotel. And it's just very like creepy and unsettling. So, um, wild. I have another friend who actually went to the court days a couple of times oh, and wow. you'd have, you'd have to show up super early, man. Yeah. You know, yeah, I would imagine so. Um, but it's wild, dude. Wild stuff, man. I love serial killer stories, man. I mean, as awful as they are, it's just, uh, I don't know. It's just, I love that genre, man. We watched mm-hmm. recently watched the BTK thing on, is it, um, oh, it's a thing on Netflix, man. It's a, mm-hmm. um, it's a series and the new season started. It's like, I can't remember what it's called. Um, catching killers or something. Yeah. Um, yeah. 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 Something. Cool. It's really good though, man. Yeah, like, good the series. BTK everyone knows about, but like they kind of, it, it comes at it from the, the perspective of the, the detectives that were trying to catch him. Yep. And all those years that went by and they couldn't figure out who it was until he got to the point to where he couldn't handle that. He wasn't getting the recognition. He basically, you know, they caught him because he was divulging too much information about where he was, you know? Yeah. Um, wow. Yeah. Amazing. And, he, and, he, and the greatest thing is that because he was, you know, he was baby. Serial killers and sociopaths, you know, they always think they're the smartest person in the room, and they can yeah. get away with anything. And and when he was, he he asked the cops, um, "I can, you know, send you messages on yeah. a floppy disk, and you know, you won't be able to trace it, right? It'll be okay, right?" And yeah. they're like, "Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah, 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 <laughs> totally. That won't, you know." And of course, yeah, hundred percent lying. You know, yeah, they yeah. can exactly do it. And that's exactly how they got him, you know, it's because amazing. he sent a damn floppy disk. Amazing. And in the mail, and they were able to track it down through the church yeah. that he was uh, some involved in. And that in. was up in Wichita, dude. That's only yeah. an hour and a half from my house, man. That you know, crazy. 
Isn't that crazy? And he, he, he was able to pull that off for so long. It's harder to do it this day and age, man. Yes. With all the cameras and all the stuff, you know, which is good. Yo, um, yeah, you know, I, yeah. You know yeah. anytime yeah. you want to argue against cameras in public, just go look at any number of crimes yeah. that have been solved through help of, you know, cameras in public. And, you know, and they're not in necessarily in your private life. That's, you know, keep them out of that. If you don't want them in your house, that's fine, obviously. But cameras in public, you know, I mean, I think it's a public service, you know, I mean, and if you don't want them, then, you know, don't do illegal things out in public, you know, yeah. I mean, that's basically well, yeah, because yeah. look in this country, it's got to you got to have some of that because go to yeah. Japan, go to Japan. You're never going to get anything stolen from you ever. You can go, you can be at a crowded restaurant, leave your phone, your wallet on the table, get up, go use the bathroom. It's not going anywhere, dude. Yeah. It will not go anywhere. They do not steal. You know, you can like, doesn't make sense in the country like that. But here, I mean, crime yeah. is just so crazy. Yeah. People are nuts, man. Yep. So, you know what yep. I mean? But, um, uh, I mean, we all know that they're in our private lives too. Let's not kid each other, man. You know what I mean? How oh, many yeah, people? Are, how many people are just jerking it all day? And uh, that's what the guy on the other end is seeing. You know, I mean. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> yeah. what do you do all day? Well, I, I watch people jerk off, basically. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! But yeah, crash or uh, Vicky, Vicky, great story. Yeah, great story, Vicky. Was there anything else from um, Vicky? Did she? No, that's that's it, man. Okay, she she had to run in with the serial killer. Yeah, I so wonder. Crazy. I wonder what I wonder what the guy's name was. I wonder if they had a name on him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. no, yeah. I, I don't. I don't think that she knew. Crazy, no. cool deal. All right. Okay, well we've got we've got a final right here. Right. Oh, sweet, sweet. Uh, this one is from Cecilio Perez. This okay. this looks like it's also another uh, Facebook write-in. Mm-hmm. So, okay, well, let's see what Cecilio has to say. From age 10 to age 16, my family and I lived on the second floor of a building in town. On the first floor was a funeral parlor. After my dad died in 1972... There were, a lot, there were a lot of paranormal activity in the house. Lights would turn on in the middle of the night. Doors would slam when there was no breeze. I remember one night, everyone was in their respective bedroom. It was about 9.30 p.m. I was reading a book on UFOs. We had an aluminum dining set, and the chairs started rattling like someone was shaking them very hard. Our dog was in my room and started barking and growling, looking in the direction of the racket. As soon as I put the book down, the racket stopped. Since I'm the oldest, I had to go see what was going on. All the chairs were where they were supposed to be, and the dog calmed down. I never picked up that book again. It was the only one of these incidents that happened in that house. That was only one of the incidents that happened in that house. In retrospect, I believe we had a poltergeist in the house. I have read that poltergeist activity increases around teenagers, which my brother and I were. In 1976, we moved to another place, and a 
couple of incidents took place, but it wasn't that bad. That's it. Wow. That absolutely does. I mean, that does sound like, you know, a poltergeist, you know, yeah. messing around with the, uh, the, the furniture and being, you know, not uh, somewhat menacing, but, you know, more just noisy. Yeah. Which is menacing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> to me, any type of activity is menacing. So yeah, I don't know. Yeah. But damn, man. Yeah. I wonder what book, which UFO book he was reading, and if that had any kind of connection to it. Yeah. Yeah, we yeah, don't know. That's true. It's a good question. I don't know. And it is kind of weird, too. I mean, you know, they lived on the second floor. First floor mm-hmm. was a funeral parlor. Mm hmm. I mean, yeah, that's going to, you know, a lot you're going there. to be live in a place with paranormal activity. Yeah. Uh, living above a, a funeral parlor is probably a pretty good, pretty good bet. You're going to have something going on there. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. And, it, and, you know, it kind of like it sounded, you know, with the, with everything, all the chairs rattling, it sounded like, it, you know, maybe it was like an earthquake, but. Those were the only things that were really rattling, right. and he went and checked. So as he checked, they were back to normal. So that would be a very um, – if it was an earthquake, it wouldn't be one that was very courteous and put everything back in order. And I don't think that happens. I don't have a lot of earthquake experience, but I don't think that's what happens. Yeah. No. <laughs> so, and other stuff. I wonder what other kind of things that he had happen as well. But, yeah, I'm cur- curious. Yeah, if anybody has, um, if you've lived in a funeral home, uh, or you're, you know, you're you're a funeral, um, you know, you're an undertaker, or uh, you know, if you have family members that are do that, we'd like to hear some of your stories because, man. I knew, you know, we've heard we you go back and you can listen to Sam's uh, undertaking of uh, being, you know, undertake undertaker uh, observation when he was you know, the acid, acid trip of yeah. a lifetime. Yeah, but but I know that undertakers have amazing stories because I knew a guy who was one. Uh, in Oklahoma City in the uh, late 90s, and uh, he had some stories from uh, that were just oh my god, um, they were amazing. Uh, yeah, one where was um, the okay, I guess I can a couple of them I can remember in brief was uh, the there's one he they called uh, Bug Boy at the uh, at the in the funeral parlor there, and uh, he the somebody had died out in uh, the like the forest or some forest area, and had been there for a while. So when they brought the the corpse in, and they unzipped the body bag, just all these bugs started just uh, swarming out of it like uh, a horror movie. Um, and they he saw that, and as soon as he did that, he just zipped it back up, and he slid it right into the the uh, the furnace. Wow! Uh, and, and just incinerated it, man. And uh. And then there was another one who was a, was a murder victim, um, and this guy was uh, he had been he was not a good person, and he beat his wife, and you know was just terrible, and she flipped. 
and she cut him up and she dumped him in a, uh, you know, like 55 gallon trash can mm. and just came out back behind the house. And it was midsummer and he had been there for in there. A while. Oh. And uh, by the time the police got there and knew what it was, they, you know, they called up. And uh, the, since my friend was the uh, low man on the totem pole, he had to always go and pick up the bodies and always pick up the bodies from the police. And uh, the the basically the, this this man's body had kind of cooked itself into like uh, a a gelatinous form, yeah, 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 gelatinous state, and had taken the shape of this, the gallon, the, the, the bin, the trash can that he was in. And so they just picked up the trash can and they put it in the back of the hearse and they had to like t- tip it over and onto, <laughs> oh. onto the table. And it just all came out like a fucking oh. jello. Man. Oh my Jesus. God, man. Yeah. Oh yeah. my God. So, you know, <laughs> um, yeah. So if you are what a uh, fucked up job. <laughs> God. Dang. Yeah. So if, the, if that's been your job, or uh, you know, you, or you've maybe one of your parents have done something like that, you know, we we know you got stories. We'd love to hear them. Um, that's that's what would be hard about that job is like the car crashes and the like the yeah. brutal stuff. You know, yeah, like that would be too. oh kids, um, man. Oh my God. Yeah. Well, you a, know. Just like doctors, it takes a certain type of person who can do that. Yeah. Who can, d- d- can disassociate themselves from the body as yeah. a person, you know? I have yeah. nothing but respect for them in yeah. that uh, profession, for sure. Somebody's got to do it. And I'm always, like, really – the ones that do it, that do it with, like, love and grace is, like, mm-hmm. really quite amazing because you, you imagine all that trauma that you're seeing and, and to be able to to, to – to do that and and be positive about it and be, you know, that's a, that's a skill. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I was listening to a, another podcast, um, where they had a write in, um, and a a woman had told a story how, uh, she had found a, a, uh, a baby bird that had been, um, that had fallen out of a, uh, no, it was baby squirrel that had fallen out of, you know, away from its mother or something. So she took it into a vet, you know, she tried to find a vet to take care of it. And nobody was really wanting to deal with it. But they said, well, we know this one person. Call this person. So that she called this number and a woman answered it. She said, coroner's office. And um, the lady that found the, the squirrels just said, oh, somebody's pranking me. So she hung up and she's called the number back and it's the same, you know, coroner's office. And she's like, well, you know, I'm, I, I, somebody gave me this number and I guess maybe they're pranking me or something, but somebody gave me this number for, to call for, uh, this guy who takes care of abandoned baby animals. And she's like, Oh yeah, that's the coroner. That's the head coroner. That's what he does on his off time. And, um, basically he does that. He takes care of and nurses b- abandoned animals, Baby animals and hurt animals back to health. That's cool. To set off the balance of I get all of the death that he deals with. I get it. Else. I get it, man. Wow. Yeah. Damn. That's amazing. That'll make you feel like you don't do shit in this world. Yeah. Like, you hear a story like that, you know? <laughs> 
<laughs> right. Damn, man. It's true. But wow. uh, what a story. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah, we just don't know. And that um, death is one of those things just intriguing, dude. I don't know. It's it's uh, it's um, I love um, all kinds of stories. Um, but, yeah, uh, having a job that has to deal with that stuff is. Uh, hmm. Yeah, it's, res- it's a, a lot of respect to to those people and people in the medical uh, industries, you know, especially nurses and doctors, yeah. but especially nurses because they're yeah. so unsung they're, and they're the, the yeah. ones who really care for on the people. Fr- yeah, they're on the front and, lines there. And so, um, you know, mad respect to all the nurses out there. Um, and, you know, we want to talk to you guys because, again, we know that you guys, nurses, have stories as well. Yeah. Um, and doctors and, you know, it doesn't have to be, you know, when that time you saw the, you know, the, the spectral lady at the end of the hallway, it could be about the time that uh, uh, somebody came in with, um, you know, a, uh, a mini statue up there of a bum or something because we know that. <laughs> I'm trying to find something that I don't know what you would necessarily put up your butt. Uh, that would uh, how about land a, you in the hospital, but how about uh, an how about an Elvis how about an Elvis style bingo dauber? How about that? Huh? Okay. Like a pop a pompadour. So my oh. brother my brother in law is a surgeon, and uh, he's told me some crazy stories. But a guy came in, a guy came in uh, complaining of pains in the rectal area, and they did a scan on him, and they see this weird looking thing and they're like what the hell is that so they go in there and they have to get it out and like turns out it's it's a elvis like 50s pompadour elvis uh elvis like 1950s like uh pompadour style uh-huh. uh, head on top of this bingo dauber like you use for bingo Jesus. this guy had crammed it up in there man yeah. oh, dude, dude now are you sure he crammed it up or did he fall on it because apparently a lot of he, people fall onto a lot might, of really strange objects yeah they he might have fallen you're right yeah, yeah. and he, it's he just was naked amazing. it was in the chair, it's down. amazing <laughs> what the human butt will absorb Orb. to break your fall when you're yeah, falling yeah, yeah. You just so, gotta relax. You gotta learn how to yeah. relax. Yeah, it's like the the that uh, recently that World War II collector. I think it was in uh, England, but there was the World War II uh, collector. This guy was all about some World War II and how he accidentally fell onto a uh, unexploded. Um, I believe it was an unexploded Nazi ordnance or some maybe or is it some kind of a, a giant you know big shell. Uh, for like a tank or something like that. But, you know, of course, he fell on it and had to get it re- removed uh, in the ER. So, wow, man. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's dedication. Happened, man. Yep. Yep. <laughs> hey, well, you know, and everybody out there listening, if you accidentally fell on something and uh, inserted it's got itself lodged in you, we want to hear that story as well. Wow. Um, you don't have to want to hear that. Thing. Uh, uh, Jeff definitely like uh, Jeff likes Unintentional pegging, please. Yeah, yeah, Anytime yeah. you got or, a story. Yeah, or intentional, if it, but you know, if it's if it gets stuck <laughs> up there, we want to hear it. You know, if you got any funny uh, stories where you end up at the ER or something like that, let us know. Uh, we want to hear them. Um, you know, because we're open to all kinds of weird. Just like uh, I was going to say, just like the human butt, uh, we're open well, to all kinds of weird. Hey, man. Uh, 
and I don't know if that should be a tagline per se, but you know, we are open to all kinds of weird here on the What's Your Weird Story podcast. <laughs> oh man, you open the door, dude. You open the door, man. <laughs> I don't care, man. We're going in, you know. Yeah, yeah, no yeah. The door should be unopened. We should have them all open. But if you come in. Uh, with whatever they've got oh, uh, in them, yeah. um, not, not necessarily in them, but I meant with their whatever kind of stories they have with them. So, um, so yeah. Oh so, man! So, well, uh, thank you, Jeff, our special correspondent, our resident Bigfoot expert, and our voice of the listener. Uh, thank you for joining us, man. That was those were some fantastic stories. We had some great discussions off of them. Yeah. Uh, which is always a lot of fun uh, and lead to unusual weird places as just demonstrated there. So it gets, it gets real weird yeah. real fast. It does. I don't yeah. even know how we got there now. <laughs> the important you know, thing, we, I mean, we explored it, man. Yeah, yeah. Look, this is what, uh, you know, and, and this is the conversation that we're allowing ourselves to record. You can only imagine what goes on. When oh my! Aren't on. Um, there, so, there would be lawsuits, man. <laughs> <laughs> lawsuits. There would be a lot of, uh, you know, we would have a lot of identities changed for uh, legal reasons and uh, and whatnot. So, um, but yes, uh, thanks for joining us, buddy. No problem, guys. It's uh, you know the pleasure's all mine. I uh, I always love to to come back and and hopefully. Uh, it won't be quite as long uh, till you guys hear from me again. Yeah. Always love having you. Absolutely. Thanks, guys. Thanks. All right. Well, so much fun. Yes. Good job. It was a, uh, uh, that's another one. I think we all deserve a pat on the back. Um, maybe, but uh, uh, that was a lot of fun. Great episode. We hope you enjoyed it as much as we did uh, recording it here for you. We will see you next time on the podcast. Um, and remember, you can get a hold of us. You can send in your stories to the email, uh, wywspod at gmail.com, or you can uh, get a hold of us through our so- various social media accounts with uh, What's Your Weird Story. We're on Instagram. Twitter, Facebook, and uh, also you can get through get a hold of us through our official website, whatsyourweirdstory.com, and you can also call the hotline, which I just love saying the hotline, and then giving you the number 513-909-9821. That's 513-909-9821. I don't know if that spells out anything, but it spells out a good time, I guess. So let's all go for um, pizza or something. Um, Everybody, we'll see you next time. Until then, be safe. Be weird. As always, if you have a weird story, we want to hear it. If you have a lot of them, we want to hear them all. We can't do this podcast without your invaluable contributions. Whether it's sharing your stories, listening, rating, and spreading the word about the podcast. Thanks for listening. Until next time, be safe. Be weird.
The stories presented on the What's Your Weird Story podcast are, to our knowledge, true experiences that our guests have had. We can't take the time to research all claims made, and besides, it's just not as fun.